0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Before creation, God was together, the holy and undivided Trinity existing together, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit being together. Perhaps I'm the only one, but I often ask, what is my purpose? What is the meaning of life? What is it all for? God's answer to that question is to be together in love. Simply to be together in love, in unity. There is no striving, no tasks, no to-do list. Simply being is at the heart of reality. Of course, God does create. It is part of his nature. Out of the fullness of his being, in love, flows life. Life which becomes the creation. And we are part of that creation. How amazing is that? We come from the fullness of God's love. For four weeks, we in the church have been preparing throughout the season of Advent. What have we been preparing for? we have been preparing to celebrate being with our Creator, God who came to us in love as a baby, to live and die as one of us, to rebuild the bridge between God and man that was broken by sin, to remake us in the image of God in which we were created, but which was marred by sin, leading to sorrow and death. God has become Emmanuel, God with us. We have also been preparing for God's second coming on earth, a coming when he will judge us. He will judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We will either be with God in eternity, in joy, or we will be in darkness, cast away from his presence, and suffering in all eternity, because there is no life in us. Life is in Jesus Christ. God is the source of life, and unless we are in Him, then we are in darkness and sorrow. How does that happen? How can we be with God now and for eternity? The answer to this was made known to Isaiah. Isaiah saw that to be redeemed by God is to worship Him and Him alone. Worship is the beginning. Worship is that purpose for which we were created. When we worship God with all of our hearts, all of our minds, all of our bodies, then we are with God. No striving, no tasks, no to-do list. Isaiah, living generations before the coming of Christ in the darkness of exile and civil war and a broken kingdom, Isaiah foresaw that God was, Would do a new thing, that he would send a child to lead the people back to him. He foresaw that Jesus would bring good news, peace, and happiness by publishing the tidings of salvation in his very birth. And Isaiah foresaw how the people would react. The people would rejoice in worship, they would sing, they would concentrate their whole selves upon the Lord and sing for joy. The waste places of Jerusalem will break forth into singing when they see the return of the Lord to Zion, says Isaiah. The world is dark. There is suffering and sorrow surrounding us. One need not go far to see this. Family, friends, co-workers, fellow students, we ourselves, all suffer. Our lives feel like waste places for many reasons trauma, grief, illness, abandonment, loneliness, isolation, all of these things surround us and threaten to overcome us. Yet the Lord is present in the midst of all this. The light shone in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it, says St. John. The essence of faith is to be able to declare God's presence in the midst of this darkness, and to live our lives as though the Lord's promises are true to live generously faithfully righteously gently the Lord's promise in Christmas is not that we will be removed from the darkness that surround us rather God's promise is that the darkness will not overcome us because he is with us and it is in worship in singing songs and praise and joy especially that we experience His presence, consistently. For the past month, there's been an abundance of joyful singing in shopping malls, radios, rec centers, car dealerships, wherever. It's no accident that Christmas carols fill even the most secular places. The creation cannot help but rejoice and sing the coming of Christ, even when they don't mean to. Even those who do not understand the gospel can respond to the power at some level, Sometimes it's tempting to be dismissive of all the holiday bustle and preparation and celebration that the world has that's so commercial and not centered on Jesus. Let us not be hasty to dismiss that vestige of the faith in the broader culture. Let us pray that a seed of wonder and hope can be planted and that some will be drawn to seek the Lord. Isaiah also foresaw that those who joyfully receive the good news of Jesus' birth will go out and that the message of salvation will be shared with all nations to the ends of the earth. This prophecy has been made joyfully manifest in the spread of the Christian faith and the building of the Christian church around the world. We see that here at Jesus the Good Shepherd with people gathered from all around the world and from missionaries that we support in all corners of the globe. Of course it is so. Isaiah tells us that the Lord has gone before us, that he is also our rear guide. He is surrounded, we are surrounded, and protected by the Lord always. Tragically, there are not people who have not yet seen, known, and received the Lord, especially people close to us. St. John the Evangelist tells us that that this will be so. Jesus is the true light who gives light to everyone. He offers salvation to all people. And yet the world did not know him, did not receive him. Jesus gave us the right to become children of God, born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Through baptism and the sacraments, we have become his children. We live sustained by his very flesh and blood in communion. It is only by God's grace that we are able to praise him, recognize him, be obedient to him. Thanks be to God for that gift. May we nurture it, and even more, May we share it. For centuries, God has been patiently revealing himself to mankind, to those created out of the overflowing abundance of his love. Though we turn away, reject him, forget him, the Lord never ceases to call us back. Through Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, and all the people of Israel, through the prophets, always the Lord has called his people back to himself. And through the church today, he continues to call his people back to himself as the letter to the Hebrews says God finally spoke to us in his son Jesus Christ Jesus is the radiance of God the exact imprint of his nature we do not need to guess who God is he has made himself known to us come to dwell with us as st. John says in his prologue the Lord sent John the Baptist to witness to the coming of Christ John pointed constantly to the Lord Jesus, speaking of him repeatedly, until when he appeared, John was ready. Many saw the Lord because of John's preaching, and we are blessed to know the truth because of the faithful witnesses of John the Evangelist recorded in Holy Scripture, that the Word has become flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus came to make God's being known to us, To reveal the depths of God's love for us and to call us to be with him, to dwell in unity. Let us celebrate these twelve days of Christmas with joyful singing as predicted by Isaiah, but let us also celebrate these twelve days as days of intercession and sharing the truth as revealed to us in the Church, following in the footsteps of John the Baptist, pointed constantly to Christ who prepared the hearts of his disciples to receive Jesus when he called them. I challenge you in the next few days to ask in prayer for whom the Lord would have you to intercede this Christmas season and then to be dedicated in that intercession. Let us participate with God in the work of preparing every heart to receive its Creator's blessing of salvation. We have lots of opportunities to sing forth the truth of Jesus' coming in the next 12 days two Sundays in Christmas this year. Lots of Christmas carols. Let us not miss one. Some may be ready to turn from Christmas and move to the next thing. But for Christmas, this joyful feast lasts 12 full days. Do not miss a moment. Be steadfast in your feasting. Be disciplined in your celebration. Be constant in your praise. And be diligent in intercession for loved ones. With each joyful Christmas carol that we sing, let us pray that the hearts for whom he has given us to pray will be opened to receive the light of Christ, that they too will be drawn to seek the Lord, so that next year we can join together in the church to sing joyfully in thanksgiving for the coming of the Savior and be with him in worship. Amen.